on somebody, just lift your hands right there to walk. Lord, your face is all I see. There's to be, cause you're enough for Cause you're enough for me, God you're enough for me, <clears throat> so I'm not running to you, to see what you can do. Thank you. 
for me. Got your ring now for me. Come and see. Got your ring now. Come on, sing it all over. Cause your ring now. For me. Got your ring now. For me. Cause your ring.
Your spirit, your spirit lives within me. So I will walk in so your peace. I will walk in your, your spirit. Say my victory. My victory. Say your spirit. So I will walk in your peace. Say your spirit lives. Say my victory. My victory. Welcome to the Hope Universe, a live podcast with the catalyst of becoming and your destiny midwife, Dr. Hosaya Tagara. Get ready for transformation, reformation, and destiny explosion until you become. Thanks for tuning in. You are our Lord. 
We hear your voice. We follow your spirit. You are our master. You are our Lord. We Kanda balada bazada Lande Reveal the things that belong to me. For the secret things belong to God. That which is revealed belongs you to us and to our children. We Let your word you be revealed to me. Keep it till aside. Sandia
master Jesus. Sokili, 
I know say, I know say, I unto the Petros. He's a Behila Hade. Yeshua tell I, Yeshua tell I, Yeshua tell I, call a fee in a strain tell a buy, Yeshua tell I, can tell us, I tell us, I am your ship, can visit the azor, mind tell a own cassida, a mission, Anisa, Yeshua tell I, can travel a azor, Karabala hazadia hadia ze. Kuribilia sande brehele ze kopela diazade vai. Anikansa Yeshua tela ai. Yeshua tela ai. Yeshua tela ai. Call it any city la vai. I know kontela isto. Ezevi amia call it indio stola abia. Uziza ve. Kendili hibidio stondila apa kaprahalizo. Aninikintili ibia sante kavada. Kulizidia andi iliso pera kula diaza bahadia andi lazi. Kole inasunta. Ei Yeshua tell I. Ai Yeshua tell I. Ai Yeshua tell I. Ami o konselede. Ene sintili ibio so ove kela. Aizo dele emenis toko ve diazo. Ai kopeles. Ai no sintra aleve kipila. Perula ai talibizikopa. The rebelle santi debikiti la adiozo obelai. Hushapi haina sintaka. Elevizu omakamale satra adidi kondi esto. Ozeit, 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 ozeit. Ene kinsra vala ai dezeit. Ozeit emeki alista. Prehi laziades. Ukuniasa Ania Maze Kebelasia Name Azuzia 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 Keberebela Hasiana Kadiaso. Come on, somebody open up your mouth wherever you are, lift up your heart and spirit. Open up your heart. Open up your spirit to God. Open up your spirit to God. It's a spirit encounter. 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 I want you to open up your spirit to God. I want you to open up your spirit to God. I want you to open up your spirit to God and continue to pray in the Holy Ghost. In this session, it's not what you're going to be taught. It's what you're going to catch. It's not what is going to be taught, but what is going to be caught. And your capture capacity is in your spirit, man. Your capture capacity in the realm of the spirit is in your spirit, man. 
not in your intellectual capacity. Isiribila anya so praaliziko sheprehelezia Keprete la zoba handiaza. Uziza vela. Ikopeta. Something is jumping onto your spirit. Something is being imparted onto your spirit. Something is being awakened in your spirit. It's of a divine nature. It's of a supernatural nature. The Lord is configuring your spirit for the path that you are supposed to walk. He is configuring your spirit. Oh, good Lord Jesus. Oh, good Lord Jesus. He is only talekabadai. Kebre sopela andia zadai. Kibidia sante kebedeba. Also, thank you, Holy Ghost. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want you to open up your spirit to God. Kebela Sientahaya. There's no place I'd rather be. Cause you're enough. Kulidia Santeka. My sufficiency all in all. In your embrace, I am complete. Levia Soteba. You satisfy my every need. Draw me. Cause you're enough into you for me my all sufficiency so I'm not running to you to see what you can do oh, 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 oh. Open the eyes of my spirit, man. I want to see you, Jesus. Holy Ghost. Anoint these eyes with eyes out. As I'm with you in this moment. Listen. Jesus, today, Jesus, today, 
So we bless you, Jesus. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, give him glory. Give him honor. Let me see you engage in the common bar. If he be your God and worthy of your praise, honor him today. 
He is the Amen. He is the Hallelujah. He is the I am. He doesn't need me and you to be him. He is God all by himself. He doesn't need my ability to be able. He is able without me, without you. He is the quintessence and definition of ability. There is no able outside him. He is, he was, and forever will be. My God, who became my father. Oh, what an honor and a joy. What a privilege to have him and him alone. As Lord of my life, Savior of my soul, Redeemer of my past and my present wrongs, the guarantee of my future, He that undergirds my hope, the anchor behind the veil, the anchor that holds my soul. Who shall a parakolasiana? Ina sanda bakola diabai. Ima soda diasaya. Jesus, lover, lover of my soul. Oh, I want to take a moment and tell you I love you. Uh, and I need you. Shatelazia dahai. Kimina siateleve because he's worthy of all our praise. Will you worship him together with me today? Will you worship him together with me today? Let me see a hand lifted up today to Jesus, for Jesus. Let everything, everyone that has breath praise Yahweh. There's so much of his glory in this moment right here, right now, where you are. He's not far away from you. I need you to open up your spirit and open up your heart. Um, because that is the way of today. I'm just going to share some things briefly as we continue to pray in this atmosphere. As we continue to worship the Lord together and fellowship together, I want you to remember to share the link. Remember to share the link as well.
remember to share the link as well remember to share the link as well as we continue to love on him jeremiah 5 and 21 jeremiah 5 21 jeremiah 5 21 Hear now this, all foolish people without understanding, who have eyes but do not see, who have ears but do not hear. So beloved of the Lord and children, royal children, of the most high God who were not born by the will of men, neither by the will of the flesh, but by the will of God. Let it be known to you and I that it is possible to have eyes but not see. It is possible to have ears but not here. It is possible to have ears, but not here. Jeremiah 6, I mean, Jeremiah, uh, from Jeremiah, we move, I want you to come with me to Isaiah 6 and 10. Isaiah 6, 10. Isaiah 6, 10. says, and he said, go and tell these people, hear ye indeed, but do not understand. See indeed. <laughs> Isaiah 6.10, make the heart of these people dull and their ears heavy and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and return and be healed. This version says, and lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and convert and be healed. So any area of your life that remains unhealed any area of your life that remains unhealed is an indicator of a lack of hearing and the dullness of an ear. But in a moment, if God can open your ear concerning a particular area, you will be healed. So much so that if God doesn't want you to access wholeness and healing, he would make dull your hearing. He will close your ear. But there is a prayer that the Holy Spirit is praying in the Spirit on your behalf that I want you to echo. I need you to ask the Father, ask the Holy Spirit to open your ear. 
Say, Holy Spirit, open my ear of the inner man that I may be healed in my spirit, that I may be healed in my emotions, that I may be healed in my mind, that I may be healed in my flesh. Therefore, I declare today, God is opening ears. God is opening ears because he wants to heal any area of your life. Any area of your life. Some of you, it's spiritual. Some of you, it's in the intellectual realm in your thinking. Some of you, it's in your emotional. For the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to heal the brokenhearted. But access for healing for the brokenhearted is going to come through the opening of an ear. As you hear correctly, appropriately, your broken heart will be healed. There are hearts that are broken here that cannot be mended, not by a psychological word, not by a physiological therapy, not by a psychological counselor, not by motivational talk, not by uh, emotional soothing. There is a heart that needs wholeness and healing. And today is your miracle day. And today is your miracle day. Today is your miracle day. So it is possible to have ears. Now, what the two scriptures I gave you show us is that it's possible to have capacity of hearing, but not be able to have the function or the ability to hear. And this is the crisis and the challenge of many believers today. Many believers have not developed in ear, a heart that is able to hear God, not because God has not given us the capacity, the capacity, the faculty that is supposed to enable us to hear. We have the capacity, we have the faculty, but we have not been trained, we have not been schooled. We have not been trained, we have not been schooled to hear. And in the next few minutes, even as we are praying already, the Holy Ghost is already at work. Even right now, some of you, your spiritual ears are already popping. You you already begin to hear God speak to you and move in you in a very unique way while, while we were worshipping. Kela ani sapela anoza sevralis erebla hazedeba. I pray that I can have access to the real you. To the real you. There is a you that God wants in his presence. 
And when that you appears before God, there is a real you that God wants to appear in his presence. And that real you is not just the physical you. Actually, the physical you, you have always presented Sunday in and Sunday out to God is not really you, but belongs to you. Your body is not you, it belongs to you. Your physical body is not you, it belongs to you. As your car is not you, but belongs to you. Your house is not you, but belongs to you. A man's life does not consist in the things that he owns. A man's, a woman's life does not consist in the things that he owns or she owns. What you own does not define you. What you own is not you. You are. You are. You are. You are. You are who you are. Elesante Kaba. Yeah, you are. You are who you are. You are who you are. And there is a you that you became when you said, Jesus, come into my heart. And you do well not to lose consciousness of that you that you became when you said, Jesus, come into my heart. You do well to know the you that you became when you said, Jesus, be Lord of my life. Save me because I cannot save myself. Be the savior of my life. My righteousness cannot save me. Your, 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 my sin necessitated your death. And my righteousness could not qualify me for life. You took my place and became sin for me so that I can become, become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And this is the gospel. And the day you believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth, there is a you that you became. You became a son of God. You became a child of God. Not by doing, but by believing. You became a child of God. Not by your works, but by your faith, you became a child of God. You do well not to forget who you are. And Jesus speaking to a man called Nicodemus, uh, a Pharisee of notable wisdom and intelligence according to the law, he says, you must be born again. And this man says, how can a man full grown like me be born again? And Jesus says, unless, unless, unless you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. You cannot, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. And he says in John 3, in John 3 and verse number 3, he said in John 3, verse number 3, John 3, verse number 3. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the flesh is flesh. In John chapter number 
3, verse number 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In verse number 6, that's when he says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Verse number 6. The day you believed in Jesus, you were already born in the flesh. But that day, God who is spirit gave birth to the spirit you. You were born again. Your spirit man was born again. Your spirit man was born again and on that day you were born again. You were regenerated. You became a new creature for if any woman, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creature, a new species. There is therefore no more condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. When you, when you, when, 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 when you say, Jesus, come into my heart, be Lord of my life, that day, that moment, something happened. Phenomenal is the greatest phenomena ever to happen in creation. That the creator God yielded to your invitation. The creator, the creator of the earth and its fullness, the cosmos and the galaxies, and the heavens and the earth and the seas and all that occupy them yielded to your prayer. Your prayer as a sinner. And he came into your heart, regenerated your spirit man, and a phenomenon happened. A phenomenon happened. Your spirit was regenerated. Now, he that joins himself to the Lord becomes one with him in spirit. He becomes one with him in spirit. And that day when you came and entered into a covenant with the Lord, you became one with him. You became so one with him and God has no flesh. But you have a, you have flesh. God, God, God is a spirit. John 3, John, John 4, 20, from 21 down. Jesus speaking to the woman at the world. He says, a time is coming when they that worship the Father will worship him in spirit and in truth. Why? Because God is spirit. Now, the God who is spirit, the God who is spirit, watch me now, the God who is spirit, the God who is spirit, the God who is spirit, mm, became one with you. He could not become one with your flesh because he is spirit. He could not become one with your emotions. He is spirit. He could not become one with your mind and your will because he is spirit. He became one with your spirit. Which means if God is going to talk to you, if God is going to intimate with you, if God is going to fellowship with you, it's going to happen at the depth of spirit, at the depth of spirit, not at a social plane. It's going to happen at the level of spirit. 
The enemy is on assignment to reduce the fellowship of believers to a social gathering. The enemy is on an agenda to reduce the fellowship of believers to be a physical gathering, an intellectual gathering. But listen to me, we have not come to a mountain, a physical mountain. In Hebrews, he says, you have come to Mount Zion. It's a spiritual place. Our fellowship with God has to be spirit because God is a spirit. You are not a physical being. You are a spirit with a soul housed in a body. You are not your emotions. So when your emotions are wrecked, you are not wrecked, but your emotions are wrecked. You're not your mind. When your mind is uh, disturbed and shaken and traumatized, you are not traumatized. It's your mind that's traumatized. When your will has no strength and power, you, you it's not like you don't have strength and power, but your will has no strength and power because you are not your will. You are a spirit. You are your spirit. The essence of who you are is spirit. Now, you need to understand this, that Jesus is encountering us as individuals that are coming from a background of the law of Moses. Jesus is coming to us, intercepting our timeline and our existence, coming from uh, a generation and generations of men and women who had desired to know God by their strength, by their works, and still failing. And he came into us and we came into him so much so that in him we live in him we move and in him we have our being the law of moses the law of moses was a powerful thing that ever happened in the redemptive story of Israel. By the finger of the Holy Spirit, the law was written on stone, on the mountain. But God gave a prophetic word that a time is going to come in the latter days. A time is going to come. Ezekiel saw these days, he begins to prophesy a time when God is going to give men Take away a heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. And could it be the reason why the law was written on stone tablets? Because God was typifying and giving an illustration of how the heart of man had become so stony and so hardened towards God. But he gave a prophecy that in the late days he was going to Take away the heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh. Now, why am I digging deeper into the heart? Come with me to the book of uh, Hebrews, chapter number 8 and 10. Hebrews 8 and 10. Hebrews 8, verse number 10. I'm talking about growing. Hebrews 8, 
verse number 10. This is what the word says. This is what the word says. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. Watch that now. He's talking to the Israel who have received the law on the stone. He now says, I'll put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts. Watch that. Those that Moses thought he had seen a phenomenal miracle. Moses and the whole of Israel thought that the greatest phenomenon had happened, that God by the finger of the Holy Ghost had written his law on the stone, on tablets of stone. Now God comes and he prophesies. He says, I'll put my laws no more on a stone, but in their mind and write them on their hearts. And I will be their God. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Listen, until he becomes your God, you can't be his people. Until he becomes your God, your father, you can't be his people. He says, I will be their God. And he cannot be your God until he has put his law. Watch that sequence. Very, very important to understand the sequence here. Firstly, he says, I'll, this is the covenant I'll make with the house of Israel. Number one, I'll put my laws in their mind and write it on their hearts. Uh -huh. So when I put my laws in their mind and write it on their hearts, then I will be their God. And when I become their God, then they shall become my people. Sadeba. So how does God write? Watch that now. How does God write, put his law in our minds and write his law on our hearts? God writes his laws. His laws are his statutes. His laws are his will. His laws are his statutes, are his will, are his commandments. How does he write them on our hearts? He writes them on our hearts by the in feeling of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes in you, he contains the mind of God. He knows the will of God. And when you receive Jesus, the Holy Spirit then writes the law on your heart. This is what normal people call conscience. 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 Listen to me, my brothers and my sisters. You have heard that God speaks. You have heard that God guides his people. You understand that God desires to lead us. The prophet told you that he saw a vision. And the prophetess told you that he, she had a dream. And the other apostle told you that he heard a voice, an audible voice. And you wondered because now it's a couple of years now in the faith. You never saw a vision. You never heard a voice. Your dreams don't make sense. Yet your heart is sincere that you desire to be led by God. You desire to be led by God. And you understand and believe for sure that you are a sheep of his pasture. You believe this scripture that my sheep hear my voice. But you wonder why is it that you have not been able to hear his voice? And yet you cannot doubt your salvation experience. 
You could not hear his voice, not because you have no capacity to hear his voice, but you were not trained to hear that voice. You were not groomed to hear that voice. You were not groomed. You were not trained to hear that voice. And some of our preachings have actually so lifted the ability to hear the voice of God that it became so lofty and far away from your reach that you're almost on the verge of giving up. You're all almost on the verge of giving up on seeking to be guided, to be led by the Lord because visions are not coming as frequent as you need guidance and audible voices. Angels are not appearing as as you were told that they are real. Yes, they are ministering spirits sent to minister to heirs of salvation, but they are not the primary way God wants his sheep to hear his voice. There is a way that God has designed and ordained and put as infrastructure in every born-again child of God from the greatest to the least that is effective to anyone at any level in their walk with God to give them access, to give them access, to give them access to his guidance. My sheep hear my voice says God. My sheep hear my voice, says the Lord Jesus. My sheep hear my voice. Wow. So the moment I become genuinely a sheep, a follower of Jesus, a child of God, I have capacity. He does not say they might hear my voice or they might not. There's certainty. He says my sheep hear my voice. So take this home. You have capacity with certainty to hear the voice of God. If you are a child of God, you have capacity, certainly, definitely, to hear the voice of God. So I'm bringing this to you without hesitation, not because God is going to give you capacity. He's not going to create a spiritual ear. He's going to create, he already has put the infrastructure in the inside of you to know his will, to know his counsel, to know his statutes, to know his guidance. It's already in you. It's already in you. It's just that you were trained wrongly. You were taught wrongly. We have to be very careful with the prophetic, so-called prophetic movement that has arisen in our time that elevates and isolates the voice of God to the office of a prophet so much so that the believer begins to run in desperation to a prophet to hear the voice of God and the guidance of God. Because if this is not handled properly, it decapacitates and disables the infrastructure and the capacity that God has already put in the believer to hear the voice of God. God has no favorite children. From the greatest to the least, I will show you in scripture. God has no favorite children. From the greatest to the least, from the so-called highest offices to the least in the kingdom, we have an equivalent infrastructure already in place in the inside of us to access his guidance, his leading. Let's read on. We are still in Hebrews chapter number 10. He says, I will be to them a God. They are God and they shall be my people. Listen to verse number 11. Watch now. Watch verse number 11. He says, and they shall not teach every man his neighbor 
Okay? And every man his brother saying, No, the Lord. In other words, in simple terms, no neighbor shall teach his neighbor saying, Know ye the Lord. For all shall know me. How, how about that? All shall know me. All shall know me. This is God speaking. He says, All shall know me. <laughs> Good Lord Jesus. All shall know me. Is that in your Bible? All shall know me, including you. If you are not all, then who are you? If you are excluded from this portion, it means you are not yet his person or his part of his people and he's not yet your God. But as long as you have become his part of his people and he is your God, you are among the all people that are destined and designed to know him. To know him so much so that <laughs> this is a level that until you understand this, you're going to miss a lot. He says, you have access to know him so much so that no neighbor shall teach his neighbor saying, know ye the Lord for all shall know me. From the, listen to this one, all shall know me from the list, not from the elders to the apostles only, but from the list to the greatest. All shall know me from the least from the born again child of God who got saved today to the Emiratus who is now a century old in the faith all shall know me all shall know me he says for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more in that he said a new covenant he has made the first old now, he's talking about a new covenant. Hold on because we're going to come to that. We're going to come to that. He's not talking about a new covenant. He's not talking about a new covenant. Come with me. 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 I hope this is still plain and simple. Let's look at 10.16 so that scripture can interpret scripture. Hebrews 10.16. Hebrews 10, 16. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I'll put my laws in their hearts and in their minds. I will write them. I am now in Hebrews 10, 16. Same book. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now, I'm, I'm trying to show you that there is a way God he has guaranteed that his law will be written in your heart. Listen to me. A believer, when you became a believer, when you became a child of God, when you became a child of God, you were equipped with a divine infrastructure in the inside of you to know the law of God, to know God. The real God of heaven when he speaks, you don't need to come from Bible school or from a prophetic school to be able to hear him. That is why many of you, the day you said yes to Jesus, you knew that God was calling you, but no one has given you, had given you an orientation that this is how God speaks. This is how conviction comes. This is how you know God is speaking. But when he spoke, however he spoke to you, you knew it that God is talking to me. 
Some of us hate the gospel That means God has got a way of speaking to us at our level and we are able to understand. He says, my sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice. Let's move on. So, he, this is what I want you to understand. This is what I want you to understand. Mm. This is what I want you to understand. So, when you got born again, it is your spirit that was born again. And God relates with you through your spirit. Okay? God relates with you through your spirit. And God wrote his law upon your heart by the holy spirit in the inside of you this is what we call conscience or people call conscience my god my conscience eh, was telling me to do it not to do it listen to me the conscience of a born again believer is a trusted source for the voice of god I will repeat this one. The conscience of a born-again believer is a trusted source for the voice of God. You can trust your conscience. If the Holy Spirit is in the inside of you, you can trust your conscience. You can trust your heart. You might not know a lot of things in your head. You might not know the ways of God in your head, but you can trust your heart. The Bible says, now let the peace of God, peace is of the heart, let the peace of God that passeth all understanding guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. When you are at peace in your heart, when your conscience is at peace, it means you are in Christ Jesus. That's what the Bible is teaching us. You are in the will of God. You are in the parameters of God's will for your life. Each time you begin to go outside the parameters of God's will, you are going to the borders of God's will. The, your conscience, the, the, the amplified, calls it the umpire of your soul. Your conscience is the umpire of your soul or the referee of your soul. He, your conscience blows a whistle. Your conscience is capable of blowing a whistle and sending a warning when you are going beyond God's will for your life. I'm going to go deeper a bit, but I hope you're going to catch this. Because as I wrap up, I'm going to try and bring out the three key areas that you need to grow in to grow in hearing God, the voice of God in your life, in a very practical sense. So number one, your conscience, I'm saying your conscience is the way God speaks to you. Your conscience is your spirit. Put it in there. Say, my conscience is my spirit. Uh -huh. Say, my conscience is my spirit. My conscience is my spirit. Mm. Your spirit is what the Bible calls the inward man or the inner man. Your spirit is the real you. It is what the Bible calls your inward man. And that inward man has a voice. That inward man has ears. That inward man has a voice. No, no, watch me. Your conscience is the voice of your spirit. 
And why is your spirit very important? Why is it very important for you to understand and to grow in, in being aware of your spirit? Because God relates with you by your spirit. Now, if God relates with you by your spirit, you need to understand, and it is your spirit that is born again. It means that your spirit knows the will of God because it is one with the spirit of God. Your spirit knows the statutes of God. Your spirit knows. Actually, when you sin, when you sin, I, I want to submit something that's going to shock you maybe that's going to shake or or shock some of you do you know that when you sin okay when you sin when you sin and you feel convicted all right when you sin and you feel convicted i want to submit this to you that it is not the holy spirit that convicts you <laughs> la sabah it is not the Holy Spirit that convicts you. Let's look into scripture. It is not the Holy Spirit that convicts you. I want to show you who convicts you. Or where does the conviction come from? Anybody who has ever sinned, you lied and then you realize, I've sinned against God. Um... I want to show you something quickly here. I want to show you something quickly here. Verse number 8 of chapter number 16 of the book of John. Verse number 8. Of Let's start from verse number 7. John chapter number 16. This is what the Bible says. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is... Expedient, it is for your advantage that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Look at verse number eight. And when he is come, when he is come, thank you. Uh huh. And when he is come, what is going to happen? When he is come, he will convict the world. Watch that. You will convict the world of sin. You are not the world. You are not the world. But when he comes, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they did not believe in me of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more. So watch this. The Holy Spirit's mandate here is not, is, it's not to convict the believer. It's to convict the world. <laughs> the Holy Spirit... He will convict the world of sin. But now watch. So where does your conviction, your conviction comes from? Your conviction comes from your regenerated spirit. Your regenerated spirit has the law of God written on him. Your spirit man knows the law of God because he's one with the spirit of God. So what convicts you is your spirit, which is regenerated because that's where God has written his law. The born-again conscience, the conscience of a born-again believer convicts the believer. That's why when you are now a child of God, things that you used to do without any conviction, now when you try to do them, you, you, you feel your conscience convicting you. 
It's because the law of God is now written in your heart. The law of God. So you don't need Moses to come and read the Torah for you so that you can be convicted. Because the Holy Spirit has engrafted the law of God onto your spirit. Your spirit is now alive to God. It's now awakened. I hope this is making sense to somebody. So not only is the law of God written on your heart so that you, you only know the right the wrong and the sin but also even the will of god is activated remember by the way that the holy spirit knows the will of god for your life the holy spirit knows the will of god for your life and he is willing and ready and he has already started the process of activating and awakening that will of god in your spirit jesus taught when he's teaching on prayer are you still with me Kebeda Santa Sekeveda That's it. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Rosie. You see, your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. Are you getting that? Are you getting that? Your word, your word. Now, the Holy Spirit is the source of God's word. Hello, somebody. The Holy Spirit is the source of God's word, whether prophecy, whether written. The word of God originates out of the spirit of God because the spirit of God contains the mind of God. Now, how do you hide the word of God effectively? By opening your heart to the Holy Spirit because he's the one who contains the word of God. And any word from God is going to come from the Holy Spirit. So, what am I saying? I'm driving you to the point of saying, I'm driving you to the point of saying, I'm driving you to the point of saying, from today, learn to give careful attention to your conscience. From today, learn to give care. Never underestimate. Listen to me. Some of you have gone against your conscience because someone gave you a word. Your conscience was not agreeing with that word. But you followed that word because you were not taught any better. That the law of God is written in your heart. I know many believers who have shipwrecked their faith, their marriages, their relationships, their careers, their businesses. Because they ignored the voice of their conscience, which is the voice of their spirit. Containing the will of God. And we, and they followed what was external. They followed what was external. Some of us in our relationships, we are stuck because we ignored the voice of the inner man. Some of us in our businesses, we are stuck because we ignored the voice of the inner man. I can tell you boldly, without any shame, I can look back in my life at places and seasons and moments when God spoke to me clearly through the inner voice of the inner man. I did not see a vision. I did not hear an audible voice. I did not see an angel. A prophet never spoke to me, but my conscience picked up the will of God in my heart. And I moved. And I moved so, and, and it was so powerful that I, no one would question that I was walking in the will of God 
And I can tell you also the opposite is true. There are moments when I can tell you I missed the voice of God because I was looking for the spectacular. I was looking for the, 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 the spectacular and I missed and I ignored the inner voice of the Holy Spirit in my heart. And I know I'm not alone. I don't know if I have anybody here who says, I can look back in my life and see a moment when I missed the will of God. I missed the will of God and I know it. Not because there was no voice that spoke outside me, but I followed something that was external and I missed what was internal. I pray for you. I pray for you. I pray for you that your spirit man will be alive and that the law of God will be awakened in the inside of you. Do you know, if men of God are honest with you, they, will, they can count how many times Jesus appeared to them. Real men of God. They can tell you how many times G, G, the Lord Jesus appeared to them. They can tell you how many times angels appeared to them. Some of the people fake divine encounters because they want to convince you. They want to convince you. What am I saying? I can... I have seen angels. I have seen open visions. I have heard an audible, but I can count. I can count. The encounters are numbered, but I don't need the voice of God like that. I need his guidance daily. I need his, his guidance daily. And how do I access the guidance of God on a daily basis? If angels are coming once in, in, in seven months, once in three years, I see an angel once in the Lord Jesus appears probably two, three times in a lifetime. How do I hear the voice of God? It's through the voice of your inner man by the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, awakening your inner man, guiding you daily, 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 daily. Shadabai. In John 7, 35, Jesus says, those who believe in me as the scriptures have said, out of their bellies, hello somebody, out of their bellies. Today I want to bring you to the reality of daily guidance. The practicality of daily guidance. He says, out of their bellies, out of their spirits, shall flow rivers of living waters. What are these rivers of living waters? He's talking about the Holy Spirit who those who believe would receive. So the Holy Spirit is not only accessible to you through the external voice of a prophet. There is a river in the inside of you. That river is called the Holy Spirit. Out of his heart will flow rivers of living waters. Rivers of living waters. And you need to understand when the Bible is talking about living waters, it's talking about hmm, the will of God that makes you walk in the will of God for your life. The revelation of the Holy Spirit, the guidance of God that causes you to live life as God ordained it. Remember when Jesus said the well of Samaria in John chapter number four was talking to this woman. He says, I have water. If, if, if you drink that water that I give you, you will never thirst again. The waters in the well of Jacob was not living water. He was not talking about natural water. He was talking about Knowing what to do in life and living life according to the will of God. Remember, this woman had an emptiness in her life, moving from one man to another. 
And Jesus was addressing that emptiness, that ignorance of what to do, that inability to find a pathway of life that gives you fulfillment and that gives you comfort in your identity in God. That's what Jesus was talking about. So he, he, he is talking about there is living water. The law of God is ingrained on your heart. Oh, let's close this. Let's close this. So, in principle, what we are saying is that the law of God is in your heart by the Holy Spirit. So, learn to listen to the voice of your conscience. That's the summary, number one. As you grow, as you grow in this, you will grow in hearing the voice of God. And you will access the consistent guidance of God in your daily life. Yes, Even prophecy, 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 when a prophetic word comes from outside you, it here and you 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 are a mature believer whose heart is yielded to God. Eh? You are going to discover that that prophetic word is not going to be, it's, it's going to be confirmed in your spirit. There is confirmation of that word in your spirit. Why? Because the law of God is written in your heart. Because the law of God is written in your heart. Now, let's flip this script. Let's flip this script. Romans chapter number five. Okay. So, so, so on that one, how do you grow? Right. So on that one, how do you grow? How do you grow to hear the voice of God? How do you grow your hearing ear before I proceed? Num so on this point, number one, we, I'm saying you grow by praying in the spirit because your spirit interacts with your spirit. The more you pray in the spirit, the more you awaken your conscience to the will of God. So praying, oh, 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 oh I love this. Listen to what the Holy Ghost just dropped in my heart now. Praying in the Spirit is reading the law of God written on your heart. When you pray in the Spirit, okay, when you pray in the Spirit, when you pray in the Spirit, you have access to reading and to the law of God written in your heart. That's why Paul says, pray in the Spirit always, always. Listen to this. Pray in the spirit always. Hello, somebody. Pray in the spirit always. Pray in the spirit always. Why? Because when you pray in the spirit, you are like a physical person who is reading the Bible, the law of Moses. As Israel would read the law of Moses, <laughs> so do you read the law of God written on your heart when you pray in the spirit? Kalevazia. Praying in the Spirit is like a form of Bible study, if you want it. <laughs> because the Holy Spirit contains the law of God. So when you pray in the Spirit, your spirit gets to know. Your spirit gets to interact with the Holy Spirit. So that's where you start knowing what God wants, which no one has ever told you. What others know by reading the Bible, you will know when you pray in the Spirit. Hello, somebody. Oh, this is good. This is good. This is good. That's why the Bible says, pray in the spirit always. Pray in the spirit always. We're going to go deeper on this in the coming sessions. The mystery of praying in the spirit. The Bible, listen, 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 listen. You know Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing, right? And hearing by the word of God, right? Huh? Faith comes by hearing. You know that? 
Help me out here, uh, uh, Mr. B. Faith comes by hearing. Romans 10, 17. Can we try that? Faith comes by hearing. <laughs> faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes by hearing the word of God. So our understanding is that when I hear the word of God, my faith grows. Faith comes. Now watch. The Bible also says in the same breath, building up your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. I feel him now. I feel him right there. Eh? Building up your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. I thought faith only comes by hearing intellectually the word of God. But the Bible is now showing us that also what you what happens by hearing the word of God like you're hearing right now. It also happens when you pray in the spirit. My God. There is a way. There is a way. Building up your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. Find it, Mr. B. Put it in there. Huh? Building up your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you begin to build up your faith. When you hear the word of God through teaching like this, your faith is being built. But you see, there is no better preacher than the Holy Ghost. There is no better preacher than the Holy Ghost. A preacher can only be a better preacher to the extent to which he is inspired by the Holy Ghost. But when you pray in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit begins to show you, read for you the law of God. Interpret it at a personal level for you. So pray in the Spirit. You will grow in hearing the voice of God. Wake up in the morning. Before you start talking, pray in the Holy Ghost for 30 minutes. Pray in the Holy Ghost for one hour. Connect with the will of God. It's more powerful than looking for a major prophet every day and saying, men of God, what am I going to do today? Shall I go? Shall I not? Shall I do? Shall I not do? When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you activate your awareness of the will of God for your life. Am I teaching somebody here? That's it. Beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing that? Now, so that one, you got it, right? That's number one practical way you grow in hearing the voice of God. I pray in the Holy Ghost, possibly more than all of you. I pray in the Holy Ghost more than, most likely, most of you. It could be the reason maybe I might know some things you don't know. But you have access to that Holy Ghost. That Holy Spirit is available to you. Today, I want to call you back to a place of intimating with the Holy Ghost by the mystery of praying in the Holy Ghost. We're going to go deeper into this in the sessions that follow. I want to give you two more. Now, how else do you grow in hearing the voice of God? Romans 5. Romans 5, verse number 5. Is somebody catching something? Romans chapter number 5, verse number 5. Kiri bilahaze daba. Romans chapter number 5. Verse number five. Who's got it? Quickly. Romans chapter number five, verse number five. There we go. Now, hope does not disappoint. Watch that. Hope does not disappoint because the love of God is Abada. Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. 
<laughs> what was poured what was poured out into our hearts come on put it in the comment section what was poured into our hearts the love of god is poured out into our hearts gbd azaba <laughs> the love of god was poured out into our hearts now i'm going to unpack a mystery for you now the love of god was poured out into our hearts the love of god was poured out into our hearts why was the love of god poured out into our hearts we're going to have uh, let scripture interpret scripture come with me to matthew 24:34 matthew 24:34 hmm matthew 22 sorry matthew 22:34 matthew 22:34 Matthew 22, 34. Matthew 22, verse 34. Who's got it? Matthew 24. Now listen to this. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing. And he said, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Hello, somebody? Jesus said, now watch. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Next. Mm-hmm. 38. <laughs> the greatest law. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself on these two commandments. Now watch this, guys. On these two commandments of the law and the prophets <laughs> on these two commandments in other words the law the entire pentateuch the entire law of moses leviticus numbers all all of that is summed up in these two the law and the prophets are fulfilled in this one in this love fulfills the law galatians 5 14 give me galatians 5 14 Give me Galatians 5.14. Give me Galatians 5.14. Shatela Bahada. Galatians 5.14. Galatians 5.14. Galatians 5.14. We are closing. We want to pray now. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Hello, somebody? Huh? Did you hear that? All the law. Not part. Not one. Not half. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now, here is, here. let me break it down for you now. Let me break it down for you. Remember, God says, I will write my laws upon their hearts. And Galatians is saying, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. In other words, when God's love was poured into your heart, it means the law of God is Ibiada. The, all the law and the prophets was imparted and engrafted onto your heart. He that walks in love fulfills the law. Now, I'll come back now to hearing the voice of God. That means the voice of love is the voice of God. The voice of love is the voice of God. Whenever you are making a move based on anything that is not the love of God, believe you me, you are missing the voice of God. It doesn't matter 
what the prophet is saying. I don't care whether he's standing in the air. If he is, if the voice of love is not speaking, God is not speaking. Because the law and the prophets are fulfilled in love. Whenever love is speaking, it means God is speaking. So you go now to 1 Corinthians chapter number 13 after this session. It will show you what love is, what love does, what love cannot do. Anytime there is a semblance of a voice that is prophetic, a voice that is guiding you spiritually, but that is going against the law of love and what love can do according to 1 Corinthians 13, know that you are missing the voice of God. As a ministry, we are built on three fundament, four fundamental values. One of our value systems is actually love. When love speaks, the voice of God is speaking. In fact, John 4, we said God is spirit, right? And the Bible goes on to say as well, God is love. So if you want the voice of God, if you want to make sure you don't want to miss the voice of God, check if you are hearing the voice of love guiding you. Love does not seek its own. Love covers over a multitude of sin. So you might want to make sure that you are walking in the love of God and the voice of love is speaking in your heart. If the voice of love is speaking in you, so learn to discern the voice of love. If you can pick the voice of love, then you are hearing the voice of God. If you are hearing the voice of love, then you are hearing the voice of God. If there is a hatred coming in the name of a voice from God, I would rather go with love. I would rather go with love. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his one only and only begotten son. So watch this. It was love that pushed the son of God. Mm -hmm. It was love that pushed Jesus towards us. It was love that pushed Jesus towards us. And the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So if it is love that pushed Jesus towards us, it means genuine prophecy is given to us, powered by love. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. So when you walk in love, you're walking and you're growing in, the, in hearing the voice of God. When you're walking in love, you're growing in hearing the voice of God. When love speaks, God is speaking. When love speaks, God is speaking. Love is more spiritual than you have thought. I'm talking about the love of God. The love of God is more spiritual than even spiritual gifts. Let me repeat this one. The love of God is more spiritual than spiritual gifts. That is the reason why you can even function in a spiritual gift, but without love, it profits you nothing. God so loved, <laughs> you know, God so loved the spiritual virtue of God that drove God to save us is called love. It was not prophecy. It was not healing. It was not deliverance. It was not casting demons. It was love. Love is a spiritual virtue than you ever thought. When you walk in love, you are a spiritual man. When you walk in love, you're a spiritual woman. How I wish the church would grow in love, then we would grow in spirituality.
The level of carnality in the church is a reflection. The level of love, the lack of love in the church is a reflection of our carnality. Our carnality is not measured by our denial of spiritual gifts or our uh, the absence of tongues. Carnality, real carnality is measured by the absence of the God kind of love in the midst of God's people. When the church does not walk in love, it's not spiritual. It's not spiritual. Witchcraft, hatred, fights, jealousies, all these things, they happen as a reflection of our carnality. We can be speaking in tongues, raising the dead. That's why we even fake raising the dead because we, 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 we're not spiritual. We're not spiritual. Spirituality is walking and maturing in the love of God. When we walk in love, we are walking in, in, in spirituality. And when we walk in spirituality, when we are spiritual, we hear the voice of God. So the second way of growing in hearing the voice of God is to grow in the love of God. When love speaks, God is speaking. Anybody getting this? Is, is anybody catching something here? Is anybody catching something here? When we walk in love, I want to encourage you. This is going to bless you. Some of you, you thought you are not spiritual because there were some people who, who have mastered the art of pretense and playing church. I want you to understand that genuine spirituality is not measured by charismata. Genuine spirituality is not measured by charismatic gift gimmicks genuine spirituality is measured by love the love of god i'm not talking about conditional love i'm talking about the unconditional love of god the love that loves somebody because you know that god loves them the loves that love somebody because you know that the love of god is shared abroad in my heart so i love you not because you're lovable i love you not because you're perfect i love you not because you're faultless i love you because god loved you loved you so much that he had to have jesus die for you and i'm honored to love you because i love and i'm loving who god loved that is spirituality that is spirituality. I'm telling you, if there be a church that does not have all these powerful so-called spiritual gifts, and yet they are perfected in love, that church is going to take over the community, the city, and the nations. A church that walks in love, a church that walks in love, walks in power. And the third way, the third way is our finish for us to grow in hearing the voice of God is to, we don't die to the flesh, okay? But we crucify the flesh. We offer our bodies, all right? Hebrews 12, okay? Hebrews 12, Hebrews, um, no, no, rather Romans, rather Romans. But I'm going to give you this and then we pray because of my time. James is writing to the believers, right? James is write, writing to believers, born again people. He says, little children, receive the engrafted word of God. Receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, which is able to save your souls. Hello, somebody. He's talking to believers, but he's talking about the engrafted word of God, which is able to, to save their souls, which means... You can be born again, but still have an unsaved soul. Okay? You can be born again, but still have an unsaved soul. Your soul is your mind. 
Your soul is your will. Your soul is your emotions. These three. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. They constitute your soul. He says, receive the engrafted word of God, which is able to what? To save your souls. In other words, when you, like I said, when you receive Jesus, and when you're born again, your spirit is regenerated, but your mind is still the same. That's why it's possible as a born again child of God to still struggle with the thought patterns you used to have before you got saved. With the uh, uh, Paul even writes, the apostle Paul, he says, that which I want to do, I don't do it. And that which I don't want to do, I find myself doing it. Why is this like this? He is an apostle. No question about it. He encountered Jesus. No question about it. But he still has a, a battle and a struggle with his willpower. Why? Because it's possible to be born again, but your will is not yet saved. Not yet saved. Uh -huh. But the word, but of the, God, the word of God, the word of God then is what enables you, okay? to say It saves your soul, all right? Receive the engrafted word of God, which is able to what? To save your soul. And I'll finish with this one. I'll finish with this one. All right? I'll finish with this one. Romans chapter number 12. Romans chapter number 12. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. Watch that. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, and that you may prove what is the good and the acceptable and the perfect will of God. So, so transformation, Romans is written to believers. Huh? It's written to believers. But the apostle is admonishing them that you, 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 you crucify the flesh. You offer your body as a living sacrifice. All right. When you do that now, you, 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 you grow. All right. In hearing the voice of God in your conscience, when your body is offered as a sacrifice unto God and your mind is transformed. So three things. Crucify the flesh. Offer your body as a living sacrifice, number one. Number two, grow in love, all right? Grow in love. When you grow in love, you are able to grow in hearing the voice of God. Number three, pray in the spirit always. Did this help somebody? We're going to take a moment and pray. Shatale bahaza, my God. Zepelehedebai, my God, my God, my God. Lesatelebekasatalabai. Zepeta de bekapata da bakabadaba. Shande. My God. Anybody who has been blessed today? Kushete. But you really don't know that Jesus is all you need. Who sadeba? Kalaza. Lift up your hand where you are. Masante kabada. I want you to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. I want you to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. My God. There's no place I'd rather be. I love you, Holy Ghost. 
you are enough for me for me spirit of the living god in your embrace i am complete kinda bahaza die you satisfy my every need something is happening to your spirit right now the sufficiency of the spirit kinda bahaza The spirit without measure. Hmm. So I'm not running to you. Kibila hande zedebe kaya safa. To see what you can do. Epala sote kibila hadia zahaya. But I just want to see you. May your inner man's eyes be opened. Ole besa. Dorothy, the Lord is opening your inner man to see a realm of possibilities. The sufficiency of God for that which he has called you for. Suddenly, your fears disappear as you behold his glory. His ability telehebe anya kotsela babiaza as perfect love cast out all fear for god has not given us the spirit of fear but the spirit of power love god you reign and a sound man He says I am with you Unto the ends of the earth be still and know that I'm God. I will be exalted among the nations. Even in your life, repeat way, I will prove myself to be the more than sufficient God. Even as pertaining to the project that you're looking at right now. He says, I am your sufficiency. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. He's still unknown. God is moving on your behalf right now. Yes, God. Help his the obvious have a Kabbalah. You are on time, God. You are on time for talent. You are on time. 
You are on time for joy. You are on time. You are right on time, God. In this year, the hand is at the other hand. Even for Kendi, you are on time. You flip the clock. You define the hours. Who see the Ladia Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you're doing right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you're doing right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you're doing right now. Thank you for miracles of answered prayers. Thank you for miracles of answered prayers. Thank you for miracles of answered prayers. Real simple. You ready? Kele Behad, yes. Keda. Bele Sonte. Entesa. There are people that are experiencing a fresh feeling of the Holy Spirit upon their lives right now. Times of refreshment, Sami. Times of refreshment from the presence of the Lord. Strength in the inner man. Strength in the inner man. Strength in the inner man. There are things that are impossible in the flesh. But when your inner man is strengthened, The one who is with us is greater than the one who is in the world. Because he's my comfort. And he always holds me close. With God, all things are possible. All things. Somebody just shout Jesus Absolutely right there. Absolutely all Jesus. things. Say he always guides me. He always guides me. He guides me through mountains and valleys. Ayas. Mountains and valleys. His joy is refreshing. His joy is refreshing. <laughs> it restores my soul. Restores my soul. Come on, pray in the Holy I'm Ghost. Say this real good. Say mercy and goodness. Mercy and goodness. Goodness and mercy will follow you. Goodness and mercy. Even in the land of the living, you will see his glory. Your eyes will see the glory of God. 
Alice, you are lifted in the name of Jesus. God, we should bless you. You are lifted. 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 You are lifted in the name of Jesus. You are lifted above the not belief, above every challenge, above every calamity, above every fear, above every fear. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My victory. Say your spirit. So I will walk in your peace. Say your spirit lives. Say my victory. My victory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, so God Richard bless you. Thank you for tuning in today. I trust this podcast has been a blessing to you. I want you to invest time in praying in the spirit. Commit to walk in the love of God. Crucify the flesh and offer offer your body as a living sacrifice. The Lord show you his strength and kindness and walk in uncommon victories. If you joined us for the first time, this is Hope Universe. I want you to click on the host there where it says Hope Universe and follow so that Next time we come live, you get a direct notification. So I want you to do that just now. If you have not followed Hope Universe, I need you to do that. Click right there on the Hope Universe on the host. So that when we go live, you get a direct notification. Tell somebody that God is doing something through a particular portal and invite somebody to follow this link. I'm going to make this available because there's many people that have requested that they don't want to miss this teaching. And I'm sure they were in the spirit. I'm going to make this available on the platform so you can be able to go through this again and again and share that link with somebody else. Share it with 20 and 50 people. Let somebody know how to walk and grow in hearing and experiencing the constant, consistent guidance of the Holy Spirit. God bless you all for your partnership. There's many of you that continue to partner with us and enable us to do what we're doing. Your partnership makes a difference. The Lord gave the word, but great was the company that made it known. Continue to pray for us, pray for me, 
Continue to pray for me. Continue to pray in the spirit. Glory be to the name of Jesus. And may God's face continue to shine upon you. Until then, love you. So for partnership, those are the details available. You got to get them and have them somewhere. You will need them. When God speaks to you, when the voice of the Holy Spirit in your heart convicts you or leads you or guides you, you do.